For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome back. You're listening to Perspectives, a show where a conversation about our differences often shows us how much more we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. Atlanta celebrates its rich black history all year round, but February is especially special because of the visit of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. Joining us is Robert Battle. Robert is the artistic director for the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, which will be here February 16th through the 19th, and we couldn't be more happy to have you with us. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Robert, talk to us about the dance company's rich history and relationship with the city. Yes, I mean, it's been a wonderful and long and lasting uh, love affair with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater and Atlanta. Um, just by the way that the audiences respond when we come and look forward to us coming every year. I mean, it's one of those cities that we do come to every year. But not just what we do on the stage, but what we do off the stage, getting into the communities that we serve, you know, and some of that is doing wonderful residencies at different uh, schools. We also have the inaugural Ailey Camp. Uh, that we work side by side with Purpose Built Schools Atlanta um, in helping us do Ailey Camp here, which is one of the last programs that Alvin Ailey implemented before he died, because he wanted young people to have the opportunity uh, to, to experience the art form. We also do Ailey School auditions uh, while we're here. Uh, so that's going to be wonderful that you can audition for the school, right? And then we do uh, classes. You know, we have something called Ailey Extension, and we bring that here. Lisa uh, Johnson, she uh, does these wonderful classes for anybody who wants to take class. If you want to take class, come and take class. It's February 25th and 26th. So, it's just a lot that we do in the community, not just on the stage, that makes this a special stop for us. Share with us more what it takes to become a dancer in the company. Wow, it takes a lot of training. You know, I always say that, uh, that in a way you don't choose to be a dancer, but you, cho you know, you're sort of you're chosen to be. Right? There's the sense that you have to do it. Uh, there's no other way for you to express yourself except through this art form. And so a lot of training, of course, with the Ailey School, which is some of the best training in the world, but it takes a lot of training and also a versatility because people know when they come and see an Ailey performance, you're gonna see everything from hip hop to some ballet, to some modern dance, people rolling on the floor, flying in the air, lifts, all of that. Because that's a part of what we do, is that you see that kind of versatility reflected on stage, which is the same versatility and the same sense of uh, reflecting the people in the audience and how diverse they are. You were here for a visit to Atlanta last month, again, speaking to the relationship the company has with our city. What was that all about? 
Oh, that was wonderful. Nasha Thomas, who is the um, head of Ailey Camp. We have Ailey Camp in several cities. Let's take a listen. They have 10 affirmations, and we use the four agreements by Miguel Ruiz. I am in control. I will think before I act. I will think before I act. My favorite affirmation is I will listen to learn because when I'm outside of camp, I still have the uniform on. I still represent Albanelli. Oh, you get one chance, I tell them. And what do you want people to see? She is wonderful, a wonderful teacher. Uh, and she's done workshops at that time uh, at the National Center for Civil and Human Rights. I mean, just so much again in the community uh, that we continue to do and that we did when we were here uh, earlier. Let's take you back to Ailey Camp. Nico was super shy before his first year and Ailey Camp has given him confidence. It has made him more empathetic. It shows him what he can aspire to be and when you ask him what he wants to be when he gets older the answer is dancer. I think the arts is wonderful for kids. They tell a story without speaking a word. To be here, it feels like you can actually express yourself to show who you are. If you ever want to come to Ailey Camp, just remember to be yourself. Majority of the time, you trust yourself and you're actually right. What does the company have planned for your performances here in Atlanta at the Fox Theater? Wow, well, you know there's revelations. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Uh, so I won't jump that, but one of the pieces I'm excited about, two of them that I'm really excited about, all of them I'm very excited about, but we're bringing back a work by Alvin Ailey uh, called Survivors. And what we've been through uh, just in the past few years, I think that that word has resonance. But Survivors really is his take on Nelson and Winnie Mandela. And it takes place at the moment that he's put in jail and so it's a love story in a way between the two of them but it's also really about him as a freedom fighter and so the, the it really sort of correlates with the idea that Alvin Ailey wanted to not just entertain but educate and when you see this yes it's about apartheid but it's also reflective of what happens in this country right with injustice and how appropriate to do that work here in Atlanta and to bring it back after more than 30 years. It hasn't been seen. Also, we have a brand new work by choreographer Kyle Abraham, who's a brilliant choreographer. Now, I love the title of this work because it asks a question. And the title is, Are You In Your Feelings? Right? <laughs> so you already know that it's got flavor. But what's wonderful is it's intergenerational, this dance. You know, you have the flamingos, right? You know, that I only have eyes for you. You have Shirley Brown, woman to woman. Uh, you have Erica Badu. You have Drake, right? You have Kendrick Lamar, right? Lauren Hill. I mean, all of these wonderful artists, but all in the same work. It's like what it reminds me of back when we were young. <laughs> <laughs> when we were kids and we make a mixtape for somebody that we liked, you know. This is kind of like a mixtape, but it's a really a celebration of our black heritage in song and dance. For some of our audience who may not be as familiar with Alvin Ailey and his story, can you share a little bit about him? Yes, Alvin Ailey, uh, 
he was one of the most prolific and important choreographers uh, of his time. Uh, he was born in 1931. Um, he was into sports. Uh, he liked different languages. He was raised by a single mother, uh, Mrs. Cooper. Uh, and then eventually, uh, the legendary Carmen de Lavalade was his friend and said, you know what, you ought to dance when he was young. Uh, and he eventually, they eventually uh, moved to Los Angeles where he met his mentor, Lester Horton. Uh, and then he came to New York he was on Broadway, he did acting, he was in musicals, but eventually in 1958, he had this vision of starting the Alvin Ailey American Dance Company. And so he started this company on the cusp of the civil rights movement. And indeed, a lot of the work reflected uh, in the repertory, I think speaks to it being a part of the movement. Uh, but he was wonderful, iconic, that's what I would say about Alvin Ailey. Which brings us to Revelations, which yes. often closes many of the performances, always bringing audiences to their feet. Talk to us about the significance of this piece. Well, Revelations is one of the most important dances ever created. Alvin Ailey created it in 1960, uh, and it's been seen by millions of people all over the world. Uh, people demand to see Revelations. I know, because every now and then we're, we don't do it just because maybe a presenter asks us not to or something, or to have different programs, and I have somebody pointing their finger at me going like, now why didn't you do Revelations? But it was a work that I saw uh, when I was growing up in Miami in Liberty City, and we were bused to a student performance like the one that we're gonna do here uh, on the 17th, actually. Uh, at 10.30, uh, we're here the 16th through the 19th, but on the 17th at 10.30 we do a student performance and that's how I got a chance to see the company because we were bussed in and I saw Revelations and look what happened to me, this kid that was born bow-legged and you know never thought I would be in dance or a dancer and I think it inspires people, it's a suite of spirituals that's a testimony to how faith can help you overcome the worst atrocities of hate. And it's universal. And so Revelations to me is a masterpiece above and beyond. Indeed it is. Robert Battle, is there anything else you wanted to make sure that we cover today? I just want to make sure people come and see us, you know. Uh, just getting back and coming back together uh, after what we've all been through, right? It's so important to have that shared experience in the theater, and I promise you, you will not regret it. It feeds the soul. That's what Alvin Ailey is all about. It will be a very special run in Atlanta. The Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater at the Fox Theater, February 16th through the 19th. We look forward to seeing you there. Robert Battle, the Artistic Director of the Theater, thank you so much. Thank you. 40 films. 18 countries, 16 languages. Now through February 21st, it's the Atlanta Jewish Film Festival. And our guest is the film festival's executive and artistic director, Kenny Blank. Kenny, nice to have you back in studio. Great to be back with you. So 40 films, 18 countries, 16 languages. What kind of story are you trying to tell with this year's film festival? 
Really, the Atlanta Jewish Film Festival has always been a celebration of film and culture for all audiences. Uh, films tell universal stories, and so we're bringing the best in international cinema right here to Atlanta, and it's a mix of different genres, themes. We've got dramas and comedies, documentaries, biographies, romance, thrillers, uh, just about everything you can think of. So the theme really present itself organically year to year, but I'd say the big theme of this year's festival is being back together, watching movies as a community in theaters. You're back in theaters in Marietta, Sandy Springs, the city of Atlanta. Tell me how that's working this year, and is there still an option for those folks who have gotten used to the virtual option of watching a film at home? Well, the circumstances of the past three years have certainly forced us to innovate and adopt to the, to the situation and we uh, introduced virtual cinema uh, for the, our festival goers. So for the past two years, we've been an all virtual festival. Now we're excited to bring audiences back to theaters, but also maintain the access and the convenience of being able to watch many of these films from home. So if you're used to streaming and you wanna be a, uh, watch the festival from the comfort of your couch, you can do that too. But I don't think there's any substitute for being in the theaters you have a relationship with the film and your festival goers that is different than anything you can experience at home. The, the joy, the excitement, the laughter, the tears, that it's a communal experience and seeing these films up on the big screen is really the way to go. Are there a couple of films that you would like to highlight, especially call attention to? I'm excited about the entire lineup. It's hard to pick favorites. Uh, yeah, we have films that deal with timely issues. So there's a, a film in our lineup this year called Simone, Women of the Century, which uh, profiles a, uh, not well known to American audiences, but a very notable French, uh, uh, French politician who was at the forefront of, uh, of protecting women's reproductive rights and also tackled a number of other human rights and social justice issues in her time. Uh, very timely, given the recent Supreme Court decision. Uh, there's a film that deals with terrorism in Israel, a very famous case in the 1970s, where uh, an Israeli woman who was fluent in Arabic, Arabic became a hostage, but helped negotiate between the terrorists and the Israeli forces uh, because of her fluency in Arabic. Uh, she was a, a hero, but was maligned afterwards, and the film really looks at how she was mistreated in a double standard. Uh, just for pure joy and escape, there's our Closing Night film, which is a profile of uh, an artist by the name of Charles Fox, probably not known to, uh, not a household name necessarily, but he wrote some of the best TV themes of the 1970s, Love Boat, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, and the iconic song, Killing Me Softly. Uh, and uh, he will, Charles Fox will be with us at the festival performing on closing night. That's so exciting, Kenny. You're back in theaters. Are there any Oscar eligible films or anything? I know there's a short, a documentary or a short category. Uh, anything there for, for film goers to note? Well, it is definitely award season. <laughs> the Oscars are coming up, the nominations are out. 
And this film festival does bring in some of the major films that are making their way on the international circuit. A lot of these films that were Oscar nominated or Oscar shortlisted. So uh, we have, for example, from Israel, uh, Israel's official Oscar submission, a film called Cinema Sabaya, which is about Arab and Israeli women coming together and telling their story, finding their voice through film. They've become amateur filmmakers and something I think we can all relate to now with iPhones and everyone is a movie maker. These women tell very personal stories about their own lives and some of their challenges and even though they're from different backgrounds and different faiths, they find commonality through, uh, through filmmaking. So that is a film that was Oscar shortlisted, didn't make the final cut for uh, Best Oscar International Feature this year, but is, like so many of these films, Oscar caliber filmmaking for sure. Kenny, you've already said that the festival is, an, is open to everyone and they're great stories. Because this is the Atlanta Jewish Film Festival, in these days and times, talk to us about the significance of making sure that these stories are available to a much wider audience. Filmmaking and storytelling, this is universal. We all love uh, movies. That's what's gotten us through the past three years of the pandemic. The first place people went to was movies to kind of make sense of their world and find their shared humanity. And that's what we're celebrating at the film festival. No matter your background, your faith, uh, your ethnicity, these are films that explore the intersection of Jewish life with other communities. And I think our audience, uh, wants to really share these stories with the larger Atlanta community. And that's one of the great things in Atlanta I think we take for granted. This is such a beautiful melting pot city, a fruit salad, if you will. And uh, that's one of the joys is to have curiosity uh, about culture, curiosity about history. Uh, put yourself in someone else's shoes. This is an international film festival, so the chance to buy for the price of a movie ticket, sit in a the theater, and take a journey around the world is, is priceless and something that we want really the whole community to experience alongside our, our core audience. Is there anything else you wanted to add, something I might not have thought to ask? All great questions. It's, it's a great lineup, a great lineup of films. It's one of the things I'm pleased to see that despite the pandemic, the pipeline of great films coming uh, to the festival uh, is unwavering and I think people will discover something for everyone at the film festival. And we've made it accessible, really, for everyone, virtually or at theaters all across Metro Atlanta, including a return this year to uh, one of our favorite locations, the Plaza Cinema, which is a great historic theater. If you've not been there in a long time, it's been beautifully refurbished. And we have some really unique, exclusive films presenting there, uh, including a number of classic films. This festival is mostly about new releases, but we do bring back some older classic films, in this case, uh, films from the 70s uh, that you may have never seen on the big screen, and it's a great chance to rediscover those cinematic gems. And as you said, there's nothing that replaces the experience of, that communal experience of seeing a film with a group of other people. And with fresh popcorn, get your popcorn and uh, join us at the Atlanta Jewish Film Festival. The Atlanta Jewish Film Festival now through February 21st. Kenny Blank, the Executive and Artistic Director, thank you for being with us. My pleasure, thank you. Perspectives is a community and public affairs program produced with you in mind. If there's a guest or an issue you'd like to hear me explore, 
hope you've let me know. The easiest way to connect with me is on social media. Just slip me a DM or send me a message. Search Condace Presley on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And yeah, I know you're asking, how do you spell Condace? C-O-N-D-A-C-E. And Presley has two S's. That's P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y. Friends, I appreciate your listening. Be sure to listen again next week at this same time as we explore new perspectives. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.